the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. As a constitutional law attorney, former senior legal advisor and personal counsel to President Donald J. Trump, Jenna Ellis believes in the rule of law and the importance of integrity in our elections. And she's ready to tackle the big cultural and legal issues facing America. This is The Jenna Ellis Show. Here is your host, Jenna Ellis. Happy Wednesday, friends, and welcome to another episode of The Jenna Ellis Show. I'm Jenna Ellis, and we are going to talk even more today about self-defense, the criminal justice system, and why juries look at the evidence as presented in the one case that they're analyzing in a court of law. So earlier today, the verdict was handed down in the Ahmed Arbery case. We're going to get to that. But first, let's talk about the Biden administration and the financial crisis that we're in. We are all looking forward to Thanksgiving tomorrow. And there are leftist media stations that are saying, oh, hey, no problem about inflation. Just don't buy a turkey. Seriously? This is ridiculous. The Biden administration has caused a financial crisis and they have no clue how to fix it. Oil prices have skyrocketed. And when oil prices go up, not only do our expenses go up, but the cost of transportation and shipping spikes, leading the prices of goods to rise. And we're already seeing a record inflation. And that is the last thing that we need. Our economy is in trouble and you need to take steps to protect yourself. So if your money is all tied up in stocks, bonds, and traditional markets, you are or can be vulnerable. So gold is one of the best ways to protect your retirement and your finances. So no matter what happens, you own your gold. It's real, it's physical, and it's always been valuable since the dawn of time. So Legacy Precious Metals is the company that I trust for investing in gold. They can help you roll your retirement account into to gold back the IRA where you still own the physical gold, and they can also ship gold and precious metals safely and securely directly to you and your house. Did you know that a million dollars worth of gold can fit in a shoebox? Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-528-1903 or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's 866-528-1903 or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. What a better way to spend the holiday season than investing in yourself and your retirement. All right, so all three men guilty of murder in the killing of Ahmed Arbery. We remember this as uh, the young black man who was headed home, and these uh, three men were thinking that he was committing a felony and decided apparently to execute a citizen's arrest, ultimately resulting in Arbery's death. Tragic situation. And yet the headlines today, USA Today, jury finds three white men guilty of murder in the fatal shooting of Ahmed Arbery. Uh, the Guardian, Ahmed Arbery verdict, all three white men found guilty of murdering black man. So a couple of things here. First, of course, the narrative is racist and it is race driven. And this is something where they're trying to say that uh, that white men cannot have a self-defense 
theory of a case when it involves a black man, um, all kinds of things. And of course, we need to look at this with the reasonable, rational view that is the criminal justice system. Rather than the court of public opinion, as we've been talking about, this is all about a court of law. So a couple of things. First, of course, when there is evidence, like I talked about on Monday with my good friend uh, Mike Moledo, who's one of the best criminal defense attorneys, former prosecutors that I know, um, he's a great friend, and he was saying, which is true, you can, as a criminal defendant, assert evidence of self-defense and have that jury instruction brought in. Whether or not the jury actually acquits you by virtue of self-defense and says, yes, your actions were lawful because you were exercising self-defense in that situation, that depends on a case-by-case, instance-by-instance basis. The law does not say in any state, in any way, shape, or form, that it matters what your race is or the race of your victim. Now, are there hate crimes or are there sentence enhancers that can say this was a racially motivated uh, criminal act? Yes, those are some and those are other types of elements of the crime. But in terms of asserting, purely speaking, about self-defense as an element of the criminal justice system that protects individuals uh, from reaching a guilty verdict and acting lawfully is because self-defense is an element and an affirmative defense in our justice system. And so, of course, the leftist media is now going to try to spin this that, you know, oh, look, this is somehow racially motivated. This is, I mean, look at their headlines. But what they're going to have a huge problem with doing is that they were condemning the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict that just was handed down last Friday That involved no people of any different race. They were all white. And yet self-defense is racist. And now today, when the victim in this case is a black man, that's all they're focusing on is race. And they're going to have to come up with some other way to spin this whole self-defense thing. So I think just from looking at both trials, and you have heard me say on this show, the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict, I believe in looking at the evidence as presented at trial, when this was streamed openly to the public, that was the correct verdict. People who think otherwise are clearly being informed by fake news media and probably did not see any of the evidence for themselves. They're just going based on what the media is telling them. In this case, the Ahmed Arbery case, I think as well that the jury reached the correct verdict. I don't think that these men were acting in self-defense based on the evidence presented at trial. I've been following this case as well. So all three men were found guilty of murder in the killing of Ahmed Arbery. Now, again, when media reports this and they're talking about these men prior to the verdict being handed down, are that the, the three men killed Ahmed Arbery. Yes, that is a fact that both sides, nobody's disputing. But guilty of murder is a legal conclusion that is now justified to say, okay, these men are murderers. Why? That's not a matter of opinion. That is a matter of a legal verdict that was handed down by the jury. So these are important things to parse, and the mainstream media is going to try to to spin this and focus on issues of race. They're going to try to focus on issues of, you know, repealing self-defense. Stephen Colbert 
uh, yesterday was talking about how the self-defense rule in Wisconsin needs to, uh, to be repealed, basically. And I tweeted, you know, isn't it crazy how useful idiots like Stephen Colbert say that no one should be able to uh, to exercise self-defense while he's hiding behind his own armed security guards. How stupid is that? He is saying that no one should be able to exercise self-defense themselves, yet he's hiring guys to defend him. And that's that's a typical leftist absurdity. And they are just wanting to spin this in their own way to not only abuse the justice system, abuse the freedom of the press and the media, but foment all of these tensions that frankly don't actually exist in America. I mean, there are so few people outside of mainstream media and Washington and others that even see any of these issues in uh, in our regular course of life. And for these two independent juries to come to conclusions based on facts that are presented at trial and in the enormous scope of knowing that these are huge cases in the public eye. I think it's an amazing testament to average American citizens who get on a jury and they say, we are going to fulfill our oath and we are going to look at the facts and evidence as presented at trial and we are going to make finding of findings of facts based on the jury instructions on our oath of office. What this tells me is that 12 average Americans in both of these cases, in just days apart, they are more willing to have courage to stand up and fulfill their oath of office than most of the people in Congress right now, definitely than, you know, the guy in the White House right now, and definitely more than even a lot of state and local office holders and politicians. This is the difference between Americans who actually understand freedom and liberty and are willing to be part of our system versus career politicians. And our founders never set it up to where we had career politicians. What they anticipated, why we the people get to select and prefer our leaders, is that average citizens would participate in government and we would have self-government in that sense. We are not ruled by an elite class, that we have people who are common, average, ordinary citizens who will go and genuinely serve their time in public office and then go back to regular life. But what we have now are the career politicians who have no marketable skill set in the real world. I mean, look at Nancy Pelosi. What, she got her degree in political science and now she's just failed upwards and she's um, there's a report today that she's buying a multi-million dollar beachfront property. Guess where? In free Florida, because even she knows that the red states are better than crazy California. But why why is she a multimillionaire? Because she is a career politician that has used the political power to her own advantage and has become a member of the elite class. What would she do in real life as a marketable skill? What what could she possibly contribute to? the economy or to you know a regular job that's that is where most of these people in Washington and even on the state and local level a lot of people who just have kind of failed in their regular career end up running for office now there are starting to be a lot of really good people who are saying you know what I'm going to leave my comfortable life and I'm going to go and serve in public office because I'm tired of these scumbags. I'm tired of these elitists. 
that is what President Trump did. He left a very comfortable lifestyle to actually go and serve in office. He was the first president that was truly, in the course of American history, only a citizen by the time he reached. Like, that was the only office he'd ever held was American citizen before he became the president of the United States, even from George Washington, who had served as a commander in the military, you know, and so many others who, whether they were governors of states, um, you know, like Ronald Reagan or others who had held office previously, they had some kind of uh, public service in government service somewhere. Uh, president Trump was the, was the quintessential citizen who said, I am tired of these elitists. I'm tired of the establishment. I'm going to go in and I'm truly going to serve we the people. And that's why he can say we. When he goes out and he talks at rallies and he says we, that's what he means because he is an American citizen. And yeah, is he part of, you know, is he wildly successful? As a billionaire businessman and you know real estate mogul, absolutely. But that is like leftists said before he ran as a Republican. He is the American dream. They hate that, and they hate that ordinary average Americans are now saying we're going to take back our government and we're going to go into office. Imagine if people like the twelve members of the Aubrey jury or the twelve members of the Rittenhouse jury, people like that were in elected government office instead of these ridiculous prosecutors uh, like Binger or, you know, these ridiculous uh, people like like AOC, you know, who comes into office and is just part of the establishment or the people like Nancy Pelosi who have no other marketable skill set in the real world. And that's what we need are people like, you know, the Marjorie Taylor Greens, the people who are running for office like um, Jackson Lawmeyer, who I've endorsed, people, um, you know, even the Josh Mandels, he's held uh, public office before, you know, in Ohio, but the people who are willing to say, you know what, I'm going to come back into office and I'm going to run for office because I care about this country. I care about the people of my town, my city, my state, my country, and they're willing to put that on the line. And I wish that we had people in public office like the people who have sat on both of these juries and who are willing to stand up with courage and do the right thing. So we need to make sure that as we are looking at the candidates to support that's why we look at people who are willing to serve their country, not for political gain or for power, but to truly and genuinely serve. And when we're analyzing the verdicts in some of these cases, we need to be so thankful that there are still Americans who are willing to serve on a jury and do the right thing, fulfill their oath as a juror, and withstand all of the media bias and this deluge of insanity from the leftist media. And when we're looking at this, don't read the USA Today headlines, don't read The Guardian, don't read CNN. Look for yourself at the facts of the case. Go back and watch some of the footage. Listen to the people that you trust. Like, hopefully that's why you're tuning into my show is because we're going to analyze these things not based on partisan politics, but based on the U.S. Constitution, the rule of law, the principles of conservatism, of freedom and liberty, and the things that at our founding make our country great. And we're going to view them through the lens of truth rather than simply the lens of politics. We can't be political operatives and go by just what the mainstream media is telling us or what one specific party tells us. Because guess what? The Republican Party often will get it wrong. Yes, the Republican Party will often get it wrong. That's why 
you see me slamming the RNC for having a pride coalition. You know, what's next? Are they going to start the minor attracted persons coalition and say, you know, well, isn't it okay that pedophiles are Republicans? Well, sure. Can they vote Republican? Absolutely. But are we going to condone their lifestyle? Absolutely not. So we have to stand firm on our convictions, our principles, our rule of law, and our U.S. Constitution when we're analyzing anything. And so these jurors, I commend them. I applaud them. This is what makes our justice system work. It is not systemically racist. It's not systemically unequal. We, we need to analyze these things through the lens of why our system was established from the beginning. What is the goal-oriented mission of our system of government? And I hope that you tune in tomorrow. I know it's Thanksgiving, but tomorrow we're going to have a really special show for you because I gave a speech um, at, a, at Liberty University at their uh, Freedom Uncensored conference just about a week and a half ago. It was actually um, a, a week ago Sunday. And the topic of the speech was government What's the point? We need to get back to understanding not just what the functions of government should do to protect and preserve our liberties, but what is the goal-oriented reason that our system was founded? What is what is the point of government at all? We get into that, and I'm going to play for you that speech tomorrow because it's really incredibly important. And a lot of students, we had a great turnout. I think over 1,200 people were there, and you're not going to want to miss this. So stay tuned tomorrow uh, for Thanksgiving Day, or, you know, if you if you tune in Friday, that's okay too. You know, all of you who are subscribers, you get this direct downloaded. If you haven't subscribed yet, uh, go anywhere that you are streaming your podcast, hit that subscribe button for free. You'll get all of the new episodes that are just downloaded automatically, and then that way you can listen at your convenience. That's what's so great about podcasting. All right. And before I go, I want to talk to you about my good friend, Mike Lindell. Uh, He has been a victim of cancel culture. He is one of the average Americans who has fulfilled the American dream. Um, You know, he found Jesus Christ. He is a sincere Christian. Um, He's a good personal friend of mine. I think he's doing amazing uh, work for his company. He's taking care of his employees. And MyPillow has been canceled out of box stores. Why? Because Mike has a political opinion and he has not been willing to be censored and silenced in the face of cancel culture. So we are supporting Mike and he is supporting this show. And I think it's fantastic. You can go to MyPillow.com receive some great savings as you're looking forward to the holidays. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listeners button, And more importantly, use promo code Jenna, J-E-N-N-A. That tells Mike that you are getting his discount because you are supporting him through this show and telling him to keep standing up, keep speaking truth, and keep uh, refusing to back down to cancel culture. Continue to be a great patriot. So support Mike and get some great discounts at MyPillow.com. Use the promo code Jenna, and I will see you tomorrow. Happy Thanksgiving. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.